Greetings and welcome to Fort Fritz episode 23. I'm your host Fritz, always joined by co-host Man Daddy. Hi. Nick Spry. Hello. Angela. Ciao. And Kaz. Hello. Uh, word to the wise, we will try to scare you and we will maybe invent some stories and also embellish on some well-known folklore. So if you think that's going to be too frightening for you, it's okay. We'll catch you on a mini-sode or maybe later down the road. When we're not uh, too scary, and uh, also, word of the wise, that will never happen. Boo! So, you listen at your own peril. Welcome to Fort Fritz! <laughs> How you doing, guys? Uh, I don't know if you've ever been anywhere in this house alone like I have sometimes before you guys show up. Not a good um, idea. Yeah, never. But there are doorways that you will find yourself in that you can never come back to, and I'm glad that I've... As you can see, I've door jammed all of the hallways leading in. It's a crooked letter, crooked letter, humpback, humpback. Door, door jam's a no, noun, not a verb. Well, no, I did you, that too. You can I've jam the door. the hell out of that noun. But a door jam is a... the You verb that noun. Verb that noun. But as you can see, there is a portion of the house now that we have never been to. Usually all of our secret passages move to what direction? To the left. To the left. And now this one, you can see the first one is what? To this the is to the right. right. To the right. And then the second one. To the right. Yeah, and then the third one. To the left. Yeah, and then it keeps going left. Left after that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's something. <laughs> <saying. laughs> we'll 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 We're now in this, like, cyclone underneath the, the main floor, and I don't know, uh, I didn't want to proceed because I wanted you guys to come over and kind of help me out with this, so please... Help me out with this thing, because this room looks very dark, and mm-hmm. I'm a little frightened by it. I don't know where it has led to and where it leads to. Well, did you do one of those things where you like kind of stick the front half of your body in and reach along oh, yeah, the yeah. wall for the light switch? You like know, you do you it like, like, like a strange down. bathroom or yeah. whatever? Yeah, Yeah, I did, but go ahead and try it. All See right, what you let me, feel. Let me do that Usually now. there's like a switch I, in there somewhere, right? It's like, flailing around. It, you uh, really getting anything there? Uh... There's something here. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Flip the switch. All right. Touch it. Feel it. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> this is totally an arcade. Bye. Oh, this it. is awesome. See, I didn't, I, I had never felt that thing before. I didn't know it was a switch. You know, it's a legit yeah. arcade because they have the Simpsons stand up over there in the oh, back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. That's the hallmark classic. of a real They have a original arcade. narc. Oh, oh yeah. 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 uncensored, uncensored. Amazing. Oh, they got a sit down arcanoid. That's Awesome, wow, dude. Awesome. What's our quarter situation? Ooh, we need, wait, wait. They got a change machine. They got a change machine yes. right here. Awesome. And in the far right corner, I uh, kind of scoped out the Revolution uh, Arcade by Aerosmith. Remember that? Revolution X. Like Revolution X. Wow. Yeah. That's a Revolution X. Yep. A lot of classic mm-hmm. stuff going on in dude, here. This is like the rad. deep cut of stand-up video games. Yeah. Revolution X, where you can shoot the CDs. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Such a Bonus deep cut. points. I don't like any of this. Aww. Why is that? Aww. I only play Nintendo 64 Mario Kart. But it's broken. They got a little uh, TV set up over there. I wonder if there's maybe a 64 hooked up to that. Maybe we can uh, check that out. Did you guys see this arcade game in the corner? This one that's like gunmetal black and like a matte finish on it that it doesn't have any sort of stickers on it. No, 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 do it up. Oh, no. No, no, no. Every time she gets like that. This is a bad idea. Touch that joystick. Ooh. Every time she gets like what, Every time she gets like all, you know. Like, Isolate that. We'll sell that. in the slot. Push it in. <laughs> and downloads for this episode just went through the roof. <laughs> right. Press that red button. 
So you got you got all weird about the game. Yeah. And I'm a now, I kinda, now I know why Fritz is being mean to you because you're just acting like a nerd right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to pull your pants down. Like tell me what Ooh. tell me what's going on with this what? game or why can't Angela, why can't we plug it in? Well, look, have you ever heard of the video game Polybius? No, I don't know. No. Sounds fun. Um, sounds like a yeah, it sounds, like sounds a weird fun. mushroom or something. Yeah. It sounds how do you ooh. how do you spell it? P O L I P O L Y B I U S. Polybius. 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 Like Mobius. This is not a game that to be uh, shall we say toyed with. This uh, game ooh, I like that. isn't a game. Well, what is it then? Well, let me tell you a story. In 1981, in a few Portland, Oregon game rooms. A new and strange game appeared without any fanfare. The game was called Polybius. It was just basically a black cabinet like this one hmm. with Polybius, one controller, and that's it. And it seems that the game was an instant success. Almost immediately, lines began to form around it. Mm-hmm. But things seemed a little different. Players started playing almost obsessively playing for hours on end, and some players even getting in fights for their turn at the game. Okay, so this was a single-player game? Yes. But it was an arcade game, so obviously you would have people... Waiting. Waiting yeah, like watching. Quarter 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 yeah. yeah, that style of game. Or like the like the person right back behind that player going, you suck, you're going to die. <laughs> you suck. Right, you definitely turn around and hit that dude. Like, I'm not going to let you continue, you suck. Yeah. Like a backhand. And oh, then yeah. you just punch yeah. that 12-year-old yeah. right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Now, things started taking even a darker turn. Players began to feel nausea, tremors, amnesia, and some even started experiencing night terrors. This what? all sounds like Jeez. standard gamer shit at this point. Like, this is like yeah, kids is just locked happens. in on, like, Counter-Strike and stuff. No, this kind of sounds like, like when like, they wow. had that, uh, that Japanese TV show that would have those, like, red flashing screens and Pokemon. give all those people seizures. Was that was Pokemon. Pokemon. That, was the original, that was the original Pokemon. What? Yep, that's wow. they, when they had the original Pokemon, they had to ban it for a while because the uh, flashing lights of uh, the transformations caused people to go into seizures. Oh, that that epilepsy. Early epilepsy stuff. Yep. A lot of fun. So just, hey, if you got kids, just put them in front of Pokemon and wait a little bit. And, you know, that's, that's, that's the epile- 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 That's how you test. know. That's yeah. the test. That's the test. Just give them five minutes on that, and you're good. As host of this podcast, let me just say, do not do that if you have small children. All right? The lawyer immediately called me on that one. But still with this game, even though people were experiencing these extreme side effects, they reportedly couldn't stop playing. Hmm. Now, no one is sure where these games came from or what their true purpose was. Even though one player reportedly tried to commit suicide Jesus. because of the con- constant night terrors he was getting from this game. Okay. But still, no one just, you know, there's a to play. Hey, still make a lot of money. But there were multiple reports of sightings of, wait for it, men in black servicing the machines. Oh, Witnesses say that they appeared to be extracting data from the machines and making slight changes to the circuitry. But one thing they never touched were the quarters. They seemed uninterested in the money the games made. And so they would just, they'd always there and never take out the quarters. And of course, the uh, game shop owner would just take the quarters, but was never servicing the machine, never did anything else to it. Just opened up the front, took the quarters out, closed it up. Are there any accounts of what the actual gameplay, like what was the story of this that's game? A, that's the thing. There's a lot of different reports. Some people say that it was a puzzle sort of game. Uh, some people say it was more of a quick shooter sort of game. Huh. Uh, one of the things they agree on is that 
it had the graphics were far beyond anything at that time that it uh, used a combination of vector and raster graphics, this which you can't 81? really do in eighty one. Wow. Yeah, you can't do. I don't. I mean, I think now to do vector and raster graphics would be near impossible because of uh, they use a different sort of screen. Well, it's uh, also different engines, like yeah. graphics engines. Oh, but, but with vector and raster, I mean, a vector game is something like um, if you remember Tempest. Where it's just lines, where the, that's vector uh, graphics. Kind of like asteroid, where you just uh, right, that's vector graphics as lines. Uh-huh. Raster is pixels, and so oh. it was a combination of those two, which at the time wasn't really a possibility. Some have speculated that it was part of a government black ops experiment similar to MK Ultra. Yeah, uh, that was either testing people's abilities for possible recruitment or testing people's limits. To see how much stimulus the human brain can handle. That's exactly what I thought, dude. Star, uh, Last Starfighter. Last Starfighter, yes! 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 Yes, yes, that's exactly that's where the one. movie got its uh, really? uh, impetus from. Is from the story. No. Dude, really? Yes. Starfighter yeah, is yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. As like a kid who played video games, I was just it was like, the best. it was fantastic. It was, it was, was just like, oh man, you're like, come on, let this happen, right? But then you think about the game I was playing, like something like Robotron. Probably don't want that to happen. Yeah, Robotron was just like a post-apocalyptic nightmare of like having to kill over and over and over again. levels, and then you start over and more of them and more of them and more of them. I play pole position. All right, so you were like an Italian like racer. Yeah, that's like, me at the age of like you know four. Claudio, <laughs> <laughs> I was twenty five. Now, <laughs> now there have been various theories about the origins of Polybius. In two thousand six, on a coinop.org comment section, and everything good comes from comment sections. Oh, yeah. Uh, a man named Stephen Roach said that he was a part of its creation, and he said he worked for a company called Sinusloshin, but was commissioned by a South American company to do the work. But they soon found out that they were over, in over their heads with the advanced tech that they were working on. Now, the word Sinusloshin is a quasi-German word loosely meaning sense-delete or sensory deprivation. Nice. Hmm. Some say it sounds like a German word made up by someone who doesn't know how to speak German. Yep. Just that they, that's not the way the words would be put together. Since deletion. <laughs> what? Any was German? German? Guy? I thought he was speaking huh? in German. That was absolutely amazing. I thought we had a German guy in the room. Brits. I get it now. Um, I, I know a couple words. Now, Roche's accounts have been largely brushed off. However, there was, in fact, a man named Stephen Roach who worked within a Mexican company that was working on behavior modification and possibly brainwashing and it ended up getting shut down by the government, and reportedly Stephen and his wife are still on the run to this day. So, is there maybe some, you know, truth to this? Uh, now, there's a lot of questions on whether the game even ever existed. You can find a number of games on the internet that claim to recreate the gameplay of Polybius, but none of them seem to completely agree on all the elements of the game. But, either way, you can never be quite sure what you're getting into when you're playing a mysterious video game that appears one day at your local game room, like this black shut-off cabinet right here that, for some reason, Angela thinks would be a keen idea for us to turn on. Do you really consider this, like, a local game room? No, I don't. I live, like, no. two hours from here. It's well, not local to me at all. Uh, he, 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 he He's supposed to live here, and you do live here, so it is, it's as local as f- that's why I said no. It's very sure. local to me. You and your agreements and disagreements about state, space and time. Well, I will just say wow. this, okay? I want to plug it in, and do you too. guys have uh, an issue with that? Is that cool? Uh, I'm going to stand I, back. I, I I'm going to stand back. I'm going to sweep down a little bit. Just I'm going to shield my eyes. If you don't mind, I want you to play it first. Is that cool? Sure. All right. Here we go. Now I'm all about it. Plug that in. Here we go. I'm plugging it in. 
It's smoking. It's Ooh. smoking. Oh, There's a good. smoke shooting out of the side of it. Uh, Is this a like gas powered? <laughs> Danny quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarters mostly. Mostly quarters. That's weird. Here we go. Go ahead and put it in. There we go. That made a deep clunk sound, but it sounded like there's a lot of money in this machine. It sounded yeah. like it's been played before. Okay, go ahead yeah. and put the other one in there. 50 cents for this wow. thing? It's not even marked. What the f***? A highfalutin game room is this? It's 2017, man. Fuck. Inflation. Inflation. Oh, wow. Oh. All right. God, these oh, graphics are very sharp. It's not bad. Yeah. All right, so pick triangle or star shape. Uh, All right. Star shape. I guess star, star shape. shape. Star. Let's go with star. Let's go here star go, shape. Here we go. Here we go. And T-Rex. Wait, again. what? Yep. We hit his nose, we died. Yep, dead. What the Alright, All right. What so what's going on with T-Rex goes is in their vulnerability. I have no idea. Okay. Game over already. Okay. Wow. Alright, triangle this time. Yes, please do triangle. Okay. Oh my god, it's a Velociraptor. Look yes. at that. What is it doing with... Why do we have eggs? Oh, oh I ate the eggs. We have a six-pack of eggs that is are like eating. supermarket sweet? Oh, like a no, video I game? can't make the omelette. It's a Velociraptor, but Wait. it's an Oviraptor? I don't, I don't get it. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I just gave you a dollar and quarters. Give me another dollar, No, I'm man. not going to give you another dollar, Honestly, I just want to know what the... Name in this game. Yeah, I'm really confused by this. Don't worry about it. You haven't lasted very long with the the dollar that I've given you, but you have racked up the highest score so far. So obviously you've played this game before, correct? Yeah. Shut up. There's spoons coming at me. Okay. All right. What is this? You have a torture trying to heat up the spoons. I see. No. Get that. Get that Liberace candelabra. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got it. What is this game called? Shut up. It's rainbow. I'm really into this. Shut up. No. What is the name of this? Game. It's Fritz the Butcher. Now shut up. Oh, it's not good. That doesn't sound good. Of course it's not good. I went right to the rainbow. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks. You killed yourself. Uh, you Fritz, give me welcome. another fifty cents, man. All right, here's another fifty. Let's He's let's obsessed. Let's really, let's really, really, I'm really scared. scared. Ah, the Fritz the Butcher. The Butcher. Fritz uh, the Butcher. As in, dude over there. Well, I mean, I can obviously see why you guys have some concern, but we need to take a little break, and then let's go into <sighs> Fritz the Butcher, yeah, all right? Yeah, we need to take a little break. There we go. You are listening to Poor Fritz. bitch, I'm dead again. Give me a fistful of quarters, damn it. Alrighty, welcome back to Fort Fritz. I am co-host Man Daddy. Of course, we always have Fritz. Yeah. Nick Spry. Hey. Angela. Hello. And of course, Kaz. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we uh, just uh, found a scary video game mm-hmm. that Angela seems to be kind of good really at. Good at it. Really she good. dies really quickly but gets really high points. Yeah, she's broken the high score well, three times now. And it's an odd scoring system in this Now game. we got meatballs. <laughs> now we got meatballs. There's See? been eggs, there's been meatballs, there's been velociraptors, Wait. and T Rexes that die if you bop them on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Boop, boop them. You gotta boop, boop you them. You have to boop them. I'm yeah. sorry. If you boop yeah. them, you're dead right off the bat. Ah, I died Damn again. It. Anyway, died again. The fact of the matter is, the name of this game is Fritz the Butcher. Oh, yeah. pretty cool. That's uh, as in this Fritz guy that we all thought we knew, and there's been some issue in his past timelines that we're not sure of his uh, uh, ancestry with this Felix guy that owns this haunted mansion, or the fact that this might be a doppelganger that we're not even sure. Now there's a video game called Fritz. 
the butcher. Yeah, and you know what I think is cool is like he's got the little curly mustache and the glasses and the afro like Felix Fritz hat from all of these portraits that are hanging around this arcade. Yeah. Felix Fritz. Fritz Felix. Like really, like it's kind of pretty much Felix in a video game. In a video game. But why is it called Fritz? Well, our last name, Dewey. Well, so I would I would also be hesitant if I was uh, like if you were standing in front of a arcade machine that said Man Daddy the Psycho Killer like probably sure. you probably wouldn't necessarily jump straight to admitting you were Man Daddy. No, but I would totally play a game called Man, Man Daddy, Daddy the Psycho Man Killer. Man Daddy the Psycho I would, Killer. I would, be, I, I would promote that game. Someone should totally make that game. Yes, well, I, 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 come on, people, get up, get to get to work. So the the combination of the name of this game and the fact that there are these weird like a lot of it seems to be based on like meat. Consumption like meatballs and you're like you're 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 killing these dinosaurs dinosaurs and like yeah it's weird. Mm, But he's the butcher, I guess it makes sense. But this is honestly like this this to me has definite shades of of Fritz Harmon. Do you guys have you guys ever heard of Fritz Harmon? I have not. No. No. Angela, what is that that you're collecting in the video game? I'm getting pork and bone saws. Pork and bone saws as the bonus. You're saying pork like it's got air quotes around it. That yeah, that's unsettling. This is so. It's, this is wait. This is eerily similar, guys. I don't like this. What? Are you okay, Kaz? I'm no. Because you need a hug. You need yes. a hug. Come here, big guy. Oh, don't uh, do not hug. Okay, just, okay. it always feels right. It does. It always just feels right. You guys are hugging again. We have that perfect like hug. Like South America fits right into Africa, just perfectly. Kaz, I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I uh, didn't let you know that Man Daddy is going to try to stab you in the back right now. He has the dagger in his hand. What? 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 Whoa! Whoa! Dude. All right, now so he's putting uncool. it in his back pocket. So uncool. Did man. anyone else see that? That, that is you not. Guys, you guys don't get humor. See, this is the problem. He wasn't even playing the game. No, no. CTFO, man. There's clearly a list of rules on the wall over here, and number one is no backstabbing. No backstabbing. That's, That's the joke. Uh, Oh, I get it. I get it. Like, okay, thank you. It's like British humor. I took my trust, and you just you just threw it on the ground. Tell us about this game. You need another hug. Well, I, so the game seems to be oddly, I guess, not reminiscent, but has similar themes to uh, the crimes perpetrated by Mister Fritz Harman in Hanover, Germany, in uh, the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Um, this man, and you know, we're kind of making light of it, but this man, it was extremely, extremely psychotic. He was a uh, a murderous uh, fiend in Hanover, Germany, during the uh, the the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. He was born in eighteen seventy nine, um, and had you know, I guess what you would call a rough childhood. He had uh, they were a poor family in Hanover, Germany, um, and he had a history of. Uh, petty crimes, as well as some some pretty um, some pretty dastardly stuff, some pretty awful stuff. Um, he was, uh, I guess, arrested for indecency uh, with small children at a at a pretty oh, early yeah, age. Oh wow. um, And this there was a trend that sort of continued throughout his life. Uh, his, his father was sort of a no nonsense, like a coal miner or something in that area. He was like a hmm. uh, blacksmith or one of those like salt of the earth type guys. And he. Um, he sent uh, Fritz Harman to military academy, and he was subsequently uh, released due to um, apparent epilepsy. He was ha- he was having uh, epileptic fits. Oh, which uh, I guess was he watching Pokemon or playing weird 
arcade games. Weird late 19th century <laughs> video games. Yes. Right. Those are the weirdest ones. Those are, those yes. are the weirdest ones. It's just like like a candle behind like, a, like some oil paintings. You just like turn the crank. It's this glass of port that just doesn't empty. You just gotta keep drinking it. I, don't know. I like that game. I always win. There's always a silhouette of a man with a mustache just ho- stooped over going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I coughed up a rose! <laughs> Coughing into the video game speaker. <laughs> so yeah, he had all that stuff going on. Uh, uh, he he continued this sort of, these petty crimes, and also, uh, again, I'm not sure what was going on with the, the police work in Hanover, Germany at the time, but he continued to get released and, and picked up on multiple charges of of indecency with with children and thievery he was getting into um different uh grifts around town he was stealing from warehouses and getting in with uh import export like dock workers to like steal rip stuff off uh his dad eventually gave him um uh ownership of like a fish and chip shop in the area and he immediately robbed the place blind he robbed his own chip shop his, yeah he he like just stole all the money that his dad gave him there's and, always like, money in the chip shop i was just about to say <laughs> eventually he went to uh he he joined the army officially in uh was it 1900 after all that in 1903 he joined he joined the army in in uh, 1900 and was honorably discharged in 1903 uh during the time he had a wife uh that he left when she was pregnant and i think ran i think that's what started his his uh military career he ran off to join the army after after that happened so this Aww. is not a good guy right right um when he gets back it gets even worse so he hooks up with a man called hans Granz. Okay, Hans Granz. Hans Granz. I couldn't hold that. Hans Granz. Hans Granz. Hans Granz. Speak nothing but good of the dead. All right. right. Well, these guys are assholes, so we can we can we can get <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. They were psychopathic murderers. Yeah. So. Okay, all right. So, so Hans Granz was a local a local pimp slash ne'er do well kind of just like a shady like you know your neighborhood kind of asshole guy. Well, if you name your son your son like Hans Granz, Hans Granz is what he's going to get. off to me. No choice. He didn't have like a real really good start no no but so uh when hans met fritz which you know it sounds like the perfect german love story they they, yeah. they ended up hooking up they were they were lovers really no, no yeah. connection no connection let me well, just say you're that. saying that yeah but let, let's let's dig deeper oh god so hans and fritz uh began they, their whirlwind romance uh-huh. um late in 1918 so uh a little bit later in life like they're gotta be what late 30s Maybe getting, like 30, late 30s yeah um, and obviously Hans was already uh, into doing this sort of shady around Hanover, Germany, and Fritz was Fritz was in. So they um, basically started a I don't want to say murder for hire, but it was they were profiting from the murder of local uh, wayward youths in the area. Um, apparently, during the time Hanover was sort of there was a wash of refugees from the war in that area, and uh, there were a lot of Refugee camps, homeless boys wandering the street, and things like that. Think about how in Europe, where the U- refugee crisis is happening, mm-hmm. there's going to be some crazy serial killers operating at high volume right now. Well, uh, because, definitely I in mean, Greece right now. Greece has a rampant uh, like uh, pedophilia ring going on. Oh where like God. because it's so oh, hey, cheap. By, oh, by, by Hillary Clinton. So Hans and Hanover, Hans and Fritz, Hans and Fr- no. Yes, Hans and Fritz. In Hanover. In, in Hanover. Hanover. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they, uh, for, I'm going to say, it looks like it was close to about seven or eight years. Um, Jesus. They 
killed what they ended up admitting to were about 47 victims. Uh, 47? The way that... Uh, the way that they ended up um, being implicated was that their, their well, so I guess their MO was to find the bodies, um, or find the bodies, create the bodies. Create them. Uh, That's what serial killers do. They create bodies. Yeah. <laughs> they, they take people. It's a real euphemism. That's like synergy. <laughs> yeah. It's you like you're going to mention the flow chart. If somebody ever uses the word synergy around you, they're probably a, a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Did you kill these people? No, I created I bodies. I synergized yeah. their energies. Yes. And also, if they use uh, DNA, rubber gloves, or ejaculate around you, they're all f- serial killers. Yeah, that sounds pretty. <laughs> Unless they're a doctor. Yes. Well, or describing a hell of a fun weekend. <laughs> Unless their name is Dr. Giggles. Yeah. Or Dr. Acula. Stay away from or anyone Benicula. with like doctor and then I'll just add word afterwards. Like that's not <laughs> You need a last name after the word doctor. Dr. Daniel Magicstone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh again their 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 MO was to find these boys the and lure them with, you know, whatever, a meal or uh a shelter for the night and kill them and dismember them. Put the sort of identifying uh, human remains. They threw them in the the Line River, Line, uh, L E I N E. And this um, is in Germany. This is in Hanover, Germany. They were just throwing. We can't ba- pronounce anything yep. that's not American on the show. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. We don't know what you're talking about. Call in and correct us. Basically, they found uh, they being the Hanover police found two skulls uh, in the river. Both chalked up to "quote unquote" probably mischief uh, pranksters. Wait, what? Yeah, I get. Well, this is in so like the you, you probably the mid nineteen twenties. I would say yeah. Like let's call it yeah. It looks like about nine. So nineteen eighteen was um, the first time that Fritz was actually um, incarcerated for um, the, during this time period. Before obviously he had been uh, he had done small stints for mm-hmm. his his crime, petty crimes and like, then also his indecency. Like but mischief for two skulls in a river that remind me kids remind me never to travel back in time to, <laughs> to Hanover Fool's Day. In Hanover, Germany. Yeah. We're like, yeah. 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 It was hilarious. He crushed his skull to an almost recognizable dust. It was such a gag. Germany before World War II was a different place. Germans yeah. any time, really. I mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's just, it's something's going on over there. Anyway, uh, so there was some weird stuff going on, actually, with, with uh, Fritz Harmon. He actually, during his time as a you know petty criminal warehouse thief, he was an informant for the police. Really? And uh, was quoted as introducing himself to different people as Detective Harmon, even though he had never actually joined the police force he took this kind of um you know informant role very far and one of one of the things that was really creepy that he started to do and that eventually led to him uh being caught was he visited the parents of one of his victims what? Oh, uh, really? uh, to That's interview sick. them essentially as detective as, detective? as detective Dude, that is just oh. a pure power like yeah, it's a common sure. thread that they love to be around their victims. That when uh, BTK, I think we talked about this before, right. BTK yeah. was installing security systems for people that were buying security systems to protect themselves from him. Right. Kathy Scott, also friend of the show, friend mm-hmm. of the show. show. Kathy Scott said that uh, one of the power moves for the uh, LA uh, fire fire department chief. Uh, Chief Orr was that he would he would be the first on the scene to get right. to LA. He yeah. needed to see it burn. 
and they get to the reactions of the people around right. and just it's feel all part that, of it. that yeah that yeah. sounds awful also with the black dahlia murder it was the same thing oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Told us about that, yeah. in an area that was very just degrading and so shocking they like he knew someone was going to come across it it wasn't right. hidden so yeah this is a similar 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 theme this was part of like i guess to get you in the mindset of this person um he was pretty much completely insane like completely deranged right this is a guy who killed uh they found over i think the the number was over 500 bones separate bones in the river uh, after they did a a search and they said the river like next to his house uh, through the woods so what's actually funny is house they They went initially there was some after his uh after his you know quote-unquote interview with his his victim's family uh, there was some some investigation pointed at him. Uh, he had another, I believe, uh, indecency charge uh, waged against him. Which, again, at this point, the, we're talking about like six, seven times before you know the modern arrest of this guy. He he had been in and out of police custody for you know being just a weird like diddler around town and like yeah. stealing stuff. Yeah. And uh, at this point. They uh, they searched his house and they found multiple different blood stains, which they attributed to him running a quote unquote illegal butcher operation out of his house. Um, and the uh, he later uh, laughingly actually told prosecutors that the entire time he had the victim's head, I believe the boy's last name was Kane, wrapped in newspaper behind his stove as the cops were poking around in cupboards and and uh, uh, drawers. Find it. it was behind it was behind a stove on the floor. <gasps> Um, and, and sort of that, that, that speaks to the, the further insanity of this guy. He was during his trial, uh, which only lasted about two weeks. They said he was sort of grandiosely puffing on cigars and sort of making jokes about the, the audience in the, in the, in the room and stuff. This guy had no remorse at all for what he did. And in fact, um, who's going to play him in the movie? Because oh, someone, well, we got yeah, a Fritz. A we already got a Fritz. Pat Oswald. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that I like that a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, you'll never get me. Sort of like a I weird totally charismatic that yeah. butt that I ate. Oh god. <laughs> so that was, I honestly, rump is very sweet. Depends on the sauce, man. <laughs> you gotta have the right sauce. <laughs> gotta have that butt sauce. So mm. it's pronounced boucher. <laughs> Two, no, no, it's actually pronounced butcher. Boucher, my friend. Oscars 2020. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Cheek meat. Yeah, basically, he they, they they didn't find anything until uh, he came forward and um, basically dropped a dime on Hans, his lover, what? and uh, put, pinned um, one or two of the murders directly on him. No, why uh, would he do that? Because so Hans and Ernie, among thieves, you can you yeah. commit forty seven plus murders together. If you drop the dime on your murder partner, you know you're gonna go down. It's very serious. So, if you committed 47 murders with someone, right. you would never drop a dime on them. But but I'm saying that... Second you- question, what are you doing next weekend? Right. Uh, yep. we'll, ta- we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. Somebody keep tabs on these... I'm writing it right now. So, um, yeah, basically Hans was already incarcerated, and he's, he decided, well, what the hell, he's already in, like in for a penny, in for a pound, and gave him, gave him a couple of extra bodies to deal with. Uh, but once the uh, all the the sort of stories got back around, uh, they pinned uh, f- about forty seven. I think it was forty seven, forty eight murders on Fritz Harmon, and found out. And he actually 
um, the most chilling aspect of the, this story. Uh, he willfully admitted that uh, his preferred method of killing his victims was to bite out their throat. Whoa! And uh, after disposing of the more, I guess, uh, recognizable parts of the human, the head and, and things like that, he would uh, chop up the corpses and sell the flesh to local butcher shops as pork. Probably a lot of people in Hanover, Germany, ate unwittingly ate human flesh. Uh, Another interesting part to the story, like not to continue to go on with this horribly macabre, but he. uh, (laughs) But if I must, they sent a a butcher shop. Actually, got hip at one point and was like, "This is what is this?" Sent a hunk of the meat into the local constabulary or the whatever the police department there. And they came back and said, oh, yeah, it's pork. What the hell? What what are you worried about? Uh, Further adding to the uh, seemingly inexhaustible ineptitude of the Hanover (laughs) Police Department in the early early 19th century. But here's the thing is that you have to realize that there was someone from Hanover at that time that went to that butcher shop regularly that went on vacation and had some pork and said, you know what? The pork is so much better back home. So much better. (laughs) We just can't get the same pork that we get in Hanover. What is it? You know, I mean, and you know uh, that they're just that's. And once they found out, they're like, oh, f-. yeah, yeah, there was definitely panic after they realized that there were um, some some initial reports, and this is also kind of chilling. Some initial reports were that they they said there were probably close to five to six hundred missing children in the area for Whoa. in just oh one my year. God. Jeez, wow, um, that's insane. So they they could only attribute about forty seven of of the the bodies to to Fritz Harmon, but who who knows? Yeah, at they're this like point. just five hundred bones in this river. DNA tests don't yeah. exist yet. The, the hell? Let's call it 47. What's the difference if you have 47? 47. <laughs> that's insane. That's Okay, that's that's messed up. All right, we... So let's yeah. not play this stop game. Stop playing the game, yeah, please. Okay, Angel, let's, stop playing right, the game. I've died like 17 times. You've got the newest high score. How much money have you wasted on this game, She's Angela? She's really getting into it. Well... I play this a lot. 50 more cents. She's on the Triceradon. There's a Triceradon. Yes. It's like a Triceratops dressed in like a, See, like a mafioso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triceratops. I got like one round to go. I'm, I'm all right, all right, all right. I'll pony up just because I want to see how this ends. Okay. Give Angela, give Angela a few more quarters. Yeah, give it to Check me. out the Triceradon, and then we're just going to chill out somewhere. He's making you an offer you can't refuse. Just yeah! Take, take the money and uh, rack up that score, even though we know you're going to die, but you're still going to yes. get those points, I guess. So uh, we're going to take a little break. You're listening to Fort Fritz, and we'll be back and just figure out what the f*** is going on. Greetings and welcome back to Fort Fritz. Uh, we are uh, in this conundrum now that we have this arcade game that obviously was made by Felix. It looks duct taped and or the nails hammered in at odd angles. Insane angles, I would say. This really, looks like really, an insane man's work. I didn't think you could like carpenter a video game, but apparently... And done poorly, or yeah. just, again, insane. Yeah, it looks like, like it's an old-fashioned monitor from the 80s. Just kind of jammed in there, yeah. or glued. It's like miracle glued up to the front of this video game that Angela's very good at. I'm, I mean, I'm decent. Did Felix have any kind of like weird uh, obsession with this game? Was this something that he obviously created? But was this something he tried to foist upon the neighborhood kids, or was this something he was I trying to not. This thing get is like revenue? Like- Weird, man. Yeah, that's yeah. a little bit weird. If hey, kids, who wants to play Fritz the Butcher? I'm just trying to... He definitely did a lot of tinkering with this machine. I'll say that. Tinkering? Okay. Tinkering with the machine. That. Tinkering with the machine. 
not tinkering, tinkering with machine. people or children. Not tinkering with children. Okay, okay, okay. good. Well, at least oh, we well, I'm, looking, I'm looking in Jeez. the back here, and there's like a fairly caustic kind of smoke just sort of pouring oh out God. of the yeah, Did you yeah, open up the back end of it? Oh, good God. I got a good whiff of that. Oh, that good is like a smoke, and that's not one of the ones I like. Partially run by coal. Yeah, it looks what? like a diesel coal generator. Wait, excuse me, are we talking about clean coal? Yes, yeah, no, amazing, there's, there's beautiful, a f- tremendous clean There's a f***ing furnace back here. This thing burns coal. This doesn't smell cleaner at all. Dude, I got way too... Like, I feel Maybe faint. the ventilation wasn't worked out very well. I got way too much coal lung right now. I feel faint. I gotta lay down. <laughs> you got black you lung? Got black lung. Right, you got the black Let's find a couch. Yeah. Let, uh, I gotta uh, lay down. Cassie lay down. Needs, uh, needs to have a little uh, downtime right now. Let's yeah, find a couch. There's a chill out room, room near here, right? Uh, right yeah. uh, Angela, is there like a chill out room or something we can hit? Uh, yeah, over here to the left. Oh, oh shocker. Alright, and, and Son of a bitch, there it is. Look at all those couches and hookah pipes. All right, oh, perfect. Let's get this guy on a couch. Let's oh, get this guy laying down. God. Let's all just oh. let's all get our own. Let's everybody, there's enough. Everybody get their own couch. Nick, uh, get over here. You haven't uh, laid down on the couch yet. All right. Well, let me. Uh, you know, uh, I got my feet up over here. Uh, Come lay down. It's kind of comfy. Oh, there's some room on this one. Wriggle into it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, guys. Ah, uh, come on, Nick Spry. Lay down next to me. Come on. I'm good. I'm good. Whoa. Okay, there's, okay, there's, there's something wrong. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Are you getting okay, a wait, bad wait, wait, vibe? Wait. Everybody stop for a second. Uh, Kaz? Yeah, what's up, baby? Don't move. What? Can't Look it. at his beard. Why? Look at his oh. beard. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What's happening? Oh what's happening? Don't, don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't Stop moving and maybe it'll stop moving. Stop moving. I can actually feel some my beard. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's multiple. There's like multiple bogeys. His hands are floating next to his beard. He's trying to... What is happening? Manhattan, just yeah. give him a good slap in the face. Oh, I've been this all day. And one, hit! And one for good luck, and hit! Oh, there you go. Oh, all right, that's enough. Okay, you always do that. That's enough. No, they're scurrying, they're scurrying. Oh, my God, there's bugs on your beard. What the hell? No, no, no. All right, no, seriously, get this I'm just gonna get a fire extinguisher. I don't care. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold your breath. I'm just gonna spray you down with this fire extinguisher. Is that really gonna help? This is painful. It sucks all the oxygen out thick enough that maybe it killed him, though. Nick, Brad, what was the purpose of all that? that, was, that was a little, you awful. bastards put me on an infested couch. I didn't know it was infested. I did. See? <laughs> Man, Daddy. Son of a... You're not helping things. No, those oh. look like they were ticks. Oh, f***. Right. Tell me about you what you be, know about ticks, You please. gotta be careful with ticks. Uh, I don't know anything about ticks. Are they bigger than fleas? No. It's, well, some of them are. There are many different species, but some of them are oh, larger, God. and some are almost microscopic that you would need uh, like, a, uh, like a scope to look at them with, but... Oh. Guys, this is kind of making me a little bit more unsettled. Have you ever heard about Plum Island? No, it sounds delicious. Is it like I a place plums. where ticks live? It's not a place where like plums grow. It's 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 a lot less delicious than that. So uh, there's been a lot of really big conspiracy theories concerning the uh, the Plum Island. Uh, it's to give you a little perspective on where it's at. Uh, it lies about two miles from Long Island, uh, ten miles from the coast of Connecticut, and about eighty-five miles from Manhattan. That means nothing to me. It's like a northeasterny yep. kind of craggy island, I imagine. So, a government-owned yeah. island near Long Island. Like That's cool. Ten Mile yeah. Island. Well, yeah. originally it was a fort uh, that dates back to the s- the Spanish-American War. So, late nineteenth century, early early twentieth century, uh, it was actually. 
a fort that had a lot of cannons. It was uh, there was turrets installed there. It was kind of like the first defense to keep people from attacking the island of Manhattan. Um, oh, shit. yeah, awesome. Later on, uh, after years and years after um, World War II, there was a government lab set up there that was basically established by two men. Uh, William Hagen, who was a former dean of the Cornell University's veterinary Doss. school. Well, but he was also... Hagen Doss! <laughs> I just got that. That was yeah. f***ing yeah. yeah. silver. Yeah. silver. Yeah. Call me yeah. hand grenade. Uh, so William Hagen, he was a veterinarian, and he used to be the dean of the veterinary school at Cornell University. Uh, he was also the man that first developed weaponized anthrax known as Strain 99. How can we ever thank him? Hey, here's the thing that's killing sheep. Can we make this kill people in a weaponized fashion? And the other man behind Plum Island uh, in its inception uh, was Erich Traub, who was... This sounds f***ing evil. A Nazi scientist. There it is! Always comes back. Who got Project Paperclipped by the U.S. government. Yes. Uh, So... Traub had actually had a, a facility that was very similar to what Plum Island was uh, during World War II. He worked directly under Heinrich Himmler, the head of the SS, mm. uh, on what was known as uh, Rhine's Island in, uh, in the Baltic Sea near Germany. Uh, and he was a, also of the veterinary school. Uh, he was an expert in hoof and mouth disease or foot and mouth disease, uh, which basically affects cattle predominantly, but it can spread to humans. But... If spread, it can decimate the the food supply of an entire nation very, very quickly. It's an extremely, extremely uh, contagious disease. Uh, so he was doing research on hoof and mouth disease for the Nazis. Uh, wow. And he was Where actually... Was this? was this like in the late 30s? This was 30s? during World War II, yes. Uh, and <clears throat> so from 36 to 45? Until the war was over, he was employed by, by the Nazis, uh, by the SS. And then in 1948, the British government scooped him up. There's actually uh, interview footage with some um, ex-Soviet generals who said that he was a prime suspect for them to scoop up and use for intelligence. Uh, they wanted him badly, but the British got to him first. And then as part of Project Paperclip, he was brought to the Americas in 1949. Uh and started working with the CIA, the Army, the Navy, and eventually the USDA, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Again, his expertise was in these uh, fields of foot and mouth disease, but the idea was to create a biochemical weapon, or a bioweapon, that would destroy a nation's food supply, as opposed to having to employ something like an atomic weapon, where you would decimate the infrastructure of a city. If you just eliminate their food supply and kill the population you get all their buildings and roads and correct. everything that's correct so it's kind of like uh, if you were to exterminate the north american wild bee which pretty much pollinates everything you yes. could destroy an entire civilization's food supply yes you could yes you or, could or at least 85% of what's made f- from bees if you're terrified and you know it now clap your hands angela was the only one who didn't clap her hands that doesn't scare me like at all well, that scares you. should be scared. Well, you all should be more resourceful. Well, I'm trying the, my hardest, okay? By y'all, like, you mean humans, right? Yes. Hey! Hey! Thank God. I'm off the hook. But most of the work, again, was to study animal diseases and bacteria and viruses that could uh, affect the, the food supply of a population. Um, under the presence of, of, of 
defending us against them. Yes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so the U.S. government was was purporting that they were trying to defend our nation's uh, food supply and that the more that we could learn about these viruses and bacteria, the more that we could defend ourselves from, from uh, outside enemies during the Cold War. That's some shady but while you're doing that, you have to be breeding these viruses, breeding these bacteria. And of course, you're learning how other people or how one, one in quotes, might weaponize them in order to prepare a proper defense. So at the same time, they are doing weaponized biochemical uh, research. And if someone looks at a disease and goes, man, this is horrible. How can we make this even worse for people I hate? Right. You yeah. know, I mean, this is, you know, this like will kill like about this many people, but let's have it kill all the people in an area. Yeah. Like work a, on that? It's a tale as old as time, right? It's like yeah. biblical. They've been doing that for forever, but literally. Why do we work on curing diseases instead of weaponizing because them? Because it's so much easier to take your shit than to be nice to you and, and like participate in your society. That's exactly right. Exactly. War is money. Yeah, um, war I mean, is money. So th- this, these methods were basically researched and employed uh, throughout all of the Cold War. Uh, the U.S. government denied it for decades, but eventually in 1993, a local paper called Newsday, which is um, sort of for the Suffolk County um, area of New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, discovered these documents, these unclassified documents, uh, purporting that they were doing research to battle the Russians during the Cold War by researching bioweapons. Luckily, the Russians don't have anything to do with America currently. Well, thank you. The U.S. government has denied that mm-hmm. any of these stories are true. Uh, Shocker. And dismissed them as fairy tales, things like that. But no Long one has cast. also concretely disproven these theories. Uh, there are rumors that during Castro's reign in the between the 60s and 70s, there was uh, an outbreak of African swine flu, African swine fever, and it decimated their food supply. Uh, and he thought that it, he accused the American government of employing this method. And the only where in the Western Hemisphere... For this specific uh, virus to exist was at Plum Island. African swine flu. Yes. So, so, so that's the only other place that, or the that's in the entire Western Hemisphere where this was known. It's not indigenous. The no, there have been no recorded cases. And then all of a sudden, it breaks out in probably the U.S.'s biggest enemy during the '60s. Uh, when, you know, right after Bay of Pigs and all right. of the, uh, the Wait, nuclear Bay standoff. Bay of Pigs. Swine flu. It, so they were just being dicks. They're like trying to even put a dig in there. Like, oh, you think you got bay of pigs? We got swine flu for your ass. During that time, uh, pigs were the predominant protein that was farmed on in Cuba. Wait, wait, wait. Was it pigs or was it kids? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny the uh, uh, behavior of one so Miguel Castro. Do they have any research like around like ticks or any of this like weird? That was all over me. Like, can we identify what these are? Yes, perhaps. Make it all about you, Cass. Sure, well, yeah, Make it all about you. I'm currently crawling with whatever the hell. Oh, like that's new for you. He is scratching the hell out of his ass. Well, Look at that. This is, uh, Don't worry, Cass. I'm just going to light their butts while they're trying to bite you. Oh, there you go. Uh, Thank she's you. She's got flame. She's got flame. Eric Traub. Uh, a lot of his work was Eric Traub. with ticks. Uh, oh, no. What, is is that what these are? Well, one of, one of the things that uh, a lot of the workers who have gone off the record, uh, they did not want their identities to be uh, disclosed, uh, have said that they have done work with ticks for decades at Plum Island. Uh, basically, how to put a virus or bacteria into a tick and then deploy it from airplanes even Whoa. Uh, onto a enemy's uh, territory. 
in order to get at their food supply. So this, this is kind of like Agent Orange, but they've like but with they've. Agent Orange was a, a, a exfoliant that just destroyed that through fire killed defoliant. in the defoliant. Uh, yeah, thank you, sorry. That that just was fire that stuck to you. This is something way more surreptitious that they can drop this and then your population starts dropping and there is no fire, there's no destruction. You get to come back in if you have the antidote and you get all the buildings, you get all the roads. If you use something like Agent Orange, you're killing all that. If you use something like napalm, you're you know, you're using sticky fire. This is so much more insidious. This is still another vector, though, to introduce another pathogen. So, one of the most nefarious theories about Plum Island is that Lyme disease was created and uh, not exported, but it it got loose from Plum Island. What? So, so Lyme disease what, what wasn't a thing. Uh, Lyme disease was discovered in 1975. What? Where? And Old Lyme, Connecticut, which is where nine miles away. From Plum Island, it basically meets the mouth Jeez. of the Connecticut River, which is only nine miles away. And back then, the uh, the animals that they would test on were kept outdoors. And I, I must say that the security at this place was impeccably shoddy. Uh, <laughs> there had been outbreak in 1978. There was an outbreak of hoof and mouth disease that spread across the island with. No source. They had no idea where it came from. It, they had to burn over 200 animals. They had to send people home. Whoa. They had to quarantine the entire oh, island. But going God. back to 1975, when Lyme disease was first discovered, all these people started getting these weird arthritic pains. No one could diagnose this. Lyme disease is extremely hard to diagnose. But oh, here's, yeah. here's the thing, is that the building that they had been in since the late 40s, early 50s, was basically falling apart. There was accounts of three-quarter-inch holes in the roof. It was just falling apart. It was built on the foundations of a fort from almost 60, 70 years earlier. Um, and <clears throat> pathogens transmitted by ticks, some of which can be smaller by smaller than uh, um, something you couldn't even see without a microscope, could easily fit through holes like this. Right. And it is one of... <laughs> It is over one of the largest migratory paths of birds in the United States. Oh, perfect. Where go wrong? So all yeah. it would take is for one tick to get loose, a bird to scoop it up and drop it off nine miles away across its migratory path. Was this something also that this this pathogen or organism could evolve into different hosts so that the tick could take it on, the well, bird could take it on. A lot of people think that, that uh, Lyme disease originates with deers and that it's predominantly carried by the deer tick, but it is also rodents are a great Thought vector. So and the ticks will pick it up. Different organisms. And, and, and again, this is an old building, so there are a ton of rodents running around. There's well, a ton when of did ticks. The, when did the project end? Pardon? When did the project end versus well, like, uh, the finding of Lyme disease? Well, the, the facility still exists today. But it is under the direction of the Homeland Security uh, oh, sweet. Department. Oh, really? Yes. No, perfect. That's very true. Yeah, that's exactly but, what yeah. you go wrong once again. Officially, the bioweapon uh, research program was under ended under Nixon in 1969. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But there are people that used to work there that purport that they went on well into the 90s yep. uh, with this research. There have also been accusations of uh, Plum Island being responsible for West... Um, Outbreaks of the West Nile virus. I can see that. Zika. And of the... I'm going to slaughter this one. What is this? The Avian Dutch, flu. The Dutch duck. The Dutch, the Dutch duck. The Dutch duck. Sounds like a sick dance. No, it's fine. You'll have to go down to the Dutch duck. It's really, yeah. No, I'm right. That's, uh, that's the Dutch duck. Dutch I didn't know. Yeah, yeah the West Nile virus, uh, there was an outbreak in 1999, and the Dutch duck plague of 1967. Uh, like, affected humans or just ducks? Well, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> 
So this is another, uh, another topic that is of great controversy about this facility. Uh, it is considered a level three uh, contamination uh, unit, or, or they need level three protection for these viruses, which means basically they are studying only viruses that can affect animals, and a level four would be something that can be transmitted to humans. What is that but called? Zo- zo- zootic. Zootic? It's zootic, when it can be uh, transferred there between animals and humans. Uh, Terrifying. But... They have, because a lot of these diseases start in animals, been studying level four viruses and bacteria for years, for decades. In this old, in this like, old dilapidated, like, rundown place thing. that is just Sweet. has no no sort. It even has no s- sort of security system up until recently, up until after nine uh, <laughs> eleven. It did not have guards. Uh, well, under the army, it had posted guards and everything like this. But when the program shut down, then it was unguarded. They had How security cameras. They had unarmed guards. They had two docks. A, a truck once was stolen from there. What are the guards going to do? No one had any idea what was on the back of it. How are the guards going to stop a tick? Once a box of pathogens was dropped off a pathogens into the ocean. It dropped into the ocean? Wow. What is a a box box of of pathogens? Contained in what? And this facility, like I said, studies high-level, highly contagious, highly deadly diseases, such as the the Rift Valley uh, virus, uh, such as... um, Pac-Man fever. (laughs) Such as Pac-Man fever. Such as anthrax, it, it has it. all of these very, very. Such as Slayer and Early Testament. <laughs> Pantera. <laughs> I think I need to go to the hospital. I know. Here's what I think. I think we know what we need I to mean, do. Have you really got We need, we need to hose I mean, down Kaz. Kaz needs to take a Silkwood shower right now. We need to. Ooh, we need this. We need this to hose him down at, with right, the yeah, most high powered. We need to give uh, him medical attention. Yeah, we need to steam him up. Kaz, you're all right. Like, he doesn't look so good. So guys, good. guys, he really doesn't look so good. No, I mean, I didn't look good before, but now he looks way worse. <laughs> my joints are locking up. I feel like sort of vaguely citrusy. Like you I smell you almonds. You look you vaguely citrusy. Uh, <laughs> like ah, yes. What? We're finally, one. Oh, it's making oh, noises over there. Stegosaurus mother <laughs> meatballs. Got <laughs> it. Stegosaurus meatballs. <laughs> was the the, the, the last it. boss? I'm going to bed. What are we supposed to do about Kaz? He's over here, like, dying and shit. This library is now opening up, and she's walking through. He's laughing. She's going through fields of fire. Library is closed. She got Einstein. She got, she beat him. She beat him. On the first level? Okay, that's messed up. Kaz, look at me. Kaz. You okay there, buddy? Where, where uh, am I? Well, let's roll him over on the okay, side. Let's, um, let's, pour, let's pour some gravy water on him. Let's just just cover him just, in the gravy yeah, water. Yeah, I don't want gravy water. No, 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 we don't know, guys. I can't take it. I'm Nick's tripping pride. too hard. Yeah. I'm tripping too hard. You run and you get the local constable right now. You get him back I here. will run to the constable. Stibble, 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 what did he say earlier? Constabulary. There we go. Get him right here. Away! Yes, you're... We don't have time. You don't have to You don't have to correct him, okay? We should set him on fire. up. We should set him on fire to kill all the ticks. That's okay, the only way. That's fine. Why? Let me see how we should yeah. to do. I wish Angela was here. We, she, she would tell she's us. Yeah, she's going to go to the fire, but oh yeah, she she beat the game and she's out of here. So I, I guess I'm going to take this. So, uh, uh, all right. So we got we got Kaz laying down. Uh, we're about to set Kaz on fire. Yep. Uh, we got Nick going off to get the complicit of necessary. Guys, is he <laughs> be better? I am super tired. No, no. You just keep running and find the consumptuary. Really I'm also tired. I'm the extremely tired. Consumptuary denarius denarius to Tigerian. 
and you go get that. And uh, me and Fritz, uh, we're just going to get... Uh, you thirsty? Yeah, sure. I could really use a beer. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're going to get a beer. Sure. You just lay here, Kaz, uh, and beer. soon beer we're going to set you on fire, and the Constabulary Deterius Nargarian is going to come and help you out. Uh, um, Angela is just, I guess, taking a nap. I won! Oh, she's... <laughs> Man, she is really happy about that high score. That's really crazy. Uh, me and uh, Fritzy has some work to do. Uh, Nick is going to go with the Constable Barry. Hey, I just decided to call 911. All right, you got to do that. Hey, how you doing over there, Kaz? Can I get some? Anyway, so anyway, that's great. So everything is good here. Uh, me and Fritz are going to have a good time. We're going to talk to you next time. You're listening to Fort Fritz. I think Kaz is dead. <laughs>